Welcome to Giving Your Best Life with Stephanie Jones, a.k.a. The Giving Gal. Former police officer, private investigator, professional organizer, who pivoted to the corporate world and then through giving 522 gifts, became an author and inspirational speaker. Need a little positivity and inspiration in your life? Grab a mug of your favorite drink and cozy up in a comfy chair and join Stephanie as she chats about giving your best life. In each episode, she shares intentional ways to give to yourself and others, how gratitude can lead to a healthier, happier, more content life, and tips to accomplish your goals. Let's jump into giving your best life. Hey friends, this is Stephanie here, also known as The Giving Gal with episode number 52 of Giving Your Best Life. Today, I want to talk about a very personal topic for me. Um, Man, just even thinking about it, I'm getting emotional. And um, it's August 22nd, 2021, the day I'm recording this. So depending on when you're listening, when it releases, just know that that's the date I recorded it. And a lot of times when I record my podcast episodes, the date isn't important. But this morning when I was sitting and thinking about, you know, what do I want to talk about? What do I want to share? Who do I want to share? What lessons do I want to share? Um, I got a pop-up on my phone and it's a pop-up that's been on my phone for over a decade. And it was the um, end of watch for one of my friends and actually like mentors and somebody I just really looked up to, uh, Lieutenant Gary Dudley. Uh, He was actually killed on this day in a tragic crash. He was writing um, actually for a nonprofit for a fundraiser called Cop Cycling for Survivors, where um, a bunch of men and women get on bicycles and for 13 days, I think it's 13 days, they ride their bicycles across the state of Indiana and they stop at cemeteries, which man, um, I've been to some of these services. I always go out. They always stop at um, the cemetery where my friend Scott Patrick is buried, and he was shot and killed in the line of duty. And, you know, just to think about these men and women who um, are giving their long days, a lot of them their vacation days, their time off to ride bikes during the summer. Um, they roll up into these cemeteries, they do a roll call, and um, they're just there to say like, we'll never forget. Your sacrifice meant something. We'll never forget. They're there to be for families. Um, but especially for Gary, one of his passions was the children of these fallen officers. Gary and his wife, Carolyn, they never had children. And um, many of the children of fallen officers in the state of Indiana knew Gary. And that was just the type of person that he was because he showed up for people in their time of need. And he had been riding his bicycle to raise funds for survivors of fallen officers for years. And um, unfortunately and tragically, that's how he was killed on, um, on this event. And so it was August 22nd, 2006, when he was killed. 
And uh, so I always keep that on my calendar just as a reminder to reach out to his wife. Um, I, you know, just send her a note. Some some years it's I'm thinking of you. This year it was love you. And that's all people need to hear from us. You know, we remember those days for people uh, that have lost a loved one. Put them on your calendar. Put them in your planner. And you don't have to do anything grand. Um, it's the simple things. It's just remembering a lot of times that, hey, we we haven't forgotten that you're still grieving, that you still miss your loved one. And um, anyways, as I, uh, I did that this morning, I reached out to his wife, Carolyn, and I just got to thinking about... Um, I'm big on like connecting the dots, like looking at your past and sometimes we don't feel like God's working in our lives. And then we can look back in our past and we can see all these little dots that he connected. And uh, for me with Gary, it's uh, when I went to the police academy, he was our first sergeant. He was in charge of the Indiana State Police Academy when I was there. And the night that I quit, he wasn't supposed to be there because he was the one in charge. You know, like he got to go home at night. He wasn't the one that had to stay and spend the night with the recruits. But for some reason that night he was there. I, I always think that was a God thing. And um, he and I got to have a really cool conversation and um, and after, I, I don't know, I just feel like that little conversation bonded us that night when I left. Shortly afterwards, I ended up going to work for the Indiana State Police as a civilian and had an opportunity. Gary was in the training division and had an opportunity to work on, work with him on a uh, automated external defibrillator project. And uh, I always loved it because when an officer trooper deployed one of those AEDs, Gary would get the report and then he would come let me know. And it was just those small things that he did like, hey, we, we made a difference. You know, this project that we worked on together made a difference. And um Tragically, um, let's see here, in 2003, so I was working at the state police at the time, actually doing some work with Gary, and um, our friend Scott Patrick was shot and killed in the line of duty. And then three years later, it would go to trial. It was a capital murder trial for uh, actually the death penalty. And so the first couple of days of the trial, we didn't go. We weren't for sure if we could go, if we were allowed. Uh, We didn't want to do anything that would... you know, cause a mistrial, guess, you know, of family members, friends, being emotional, whatever. But uh, finally, towards the end, there was a large group of us that that started showing up at at the trial. And uh, I'll never forget, um, because this was in Northwest Indiana, and Gary showed up. And uh, I can't remember if he took the day off work or whatever, but to think like he drove the two and a half, three hours to come sit at this trial. And I can remember we were on a break and uh, we had walked back into the courtroom and Gary was just like standing there staring down the man that had killed our friend, you know, just like oh, he just had this passion and this anger. And, and, uh, we also got to talk to him. I hadn't seen him in a, in a couple of years. I think it had been. And, uh, cause we had moved North 
And uh, we got to talk to him and and just reconnect and and that was a beautiful moment. You know, I looking back, you don't you you think those moments are insignificant, um, but that was in July of two thousand and six, uh, and I can remember after us chatting with him. Gary sent us a letter asking us to support him on uh, his cop cycling for survivors, asking for a donation. And I don't know why, but I remember feeling like honored that, you know, Gary knows thousands and thousands of people. And to think like he took the time to send us a letter to ask us if we would support him on this ride. I don't know. I just remember being so honored by that. And and we supported him, and I think I probably even wrote a little note. I don't know. And um, and tragically, that would be the ride that he would get killed on. And uh, man, I was just so, so grateful that, you know, during this, we were living this tragedy of this trial for our friend, yet, you know, Gary took the time to come up, and we got to see him one last time. And um you know, that, that was just special. That was special. And, um, you talk about the power of one person making a difference. If, if you don't know my story, that's, that was my original journey. That was my original blog. That's, that's still my goal each and every day. Me, one person looking for a way to make a difference in one other person's life each and every day. And, um, I, I can remember being at, at Gary's funeral and it was a big church and it was just, packed. I mean, you know, we were packed in there like sardines and and the speaker, I can't even tell you who the speaker was, asked if uh if you had trained under Gary. I can't remember specifically if he asked like if you were in recruit school or whatever, but if you trained Wow, it's such, you know, I I get emotional because I can see do you have those images or those times in your life that you can just see so clearly? And there's so much emotion wrapped up and tied in that. And uh, anyways, when they asked everybody to stand, I kid you not, it was like that whole place stood up. And I just thought, wow, you know, like the impact the literally probably thousands and thousands of troopers trained under Gary Dudley. And what an honor, you know, I had been trained under him, even though I didn't com- complete the academy. Like in, it, there are still lessons today that I think of just when I'm out on the road or when I'm doing something that he instilled in me. He drilled in our heads when we were in the academy. And it's interesting when you talk to other people who trained under Dudley, uh, he instilled those things in, in them also. And those those carry out, you know, those just aren't those times that you're there in the academy as he had this way of uh, making things important, taking things seriously. He set a very, very high standard for those that he trained. And, um, so anyways, that was just a really special moment. You talk about, do people have the power to make a difference? Does one person, and, and he's one when you saw the people stand up. Um, and then you started to hear these these stories of survivors and what Gary had done for them and what he meant for their life and for their children and how he connected to the children. And 
And that following year, his wife, uh, Carolyn, started the Gary Dudley Memorial Scholarship Foundation. Is She wanted a way to always continue to remember Gary um, and to have people get involved. She started an event that I don't think is going on anymore, but man, it went on for quite some time. If you're on social media, the picture that I'm going to use for this is uh, my husband actually was one of the volunteers and he would take the canine that he had boss. And there's a picture of my husband and the canine sitting and and a picture of Gary behind. And uh, that's at the police academy where he trained these thousands of recruits. And and so there was this event called Gary's Ride. And, um, you know, law enforcement officers would come out with the helicopter and, and firefighters would come out and canine handlers. It was an event for kids, but they'd also have a ride and it was a fundraising event. And, um, you know, this year, I can't believe it. Carol and his wife posted, they have given away $314,000. Can you, $314,000 they've given away to scholarships. Um, this year they gave away 21,007, uh, children whose parents were killed in the line of duty each received $3,000 scholarships from uh, the Gary Dudley Memorial Scholarship Foundation. And I mean, just, can you believe that? Can you believe that? I just think like, man, there's tragedy that happens every day and people go through grief and and deal with grief in, in so many ways but to take such a tragedy and say, what good can come out of this? How can we keep uh, Gary's memory alive? And not only that, but it aligns to his passion. It aligns to what he believed in and supporting the children of fallen officers. So today, I, I uh, just felt... I just felt really uh, led to share with you about my friend Gary and about how his wife and his friends took something um, very, very tragic and have literally impacted, will impact thousands of lives and raise hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, I encourage you, if you are going through a difficult time, if you have lost a loved one, um, you know, and, and it isn't to say I, I'm not a big believer of everybody has to go out and start their own nonprofit. Um, if you have a nonprofit that you want to fill a gap or a void, which definitely, uh, Gary's foundation does that it, it definitely fills a void. Um, but look around to other nonprofits that align to your passion. It aligns to the passions of your loved one and ask how you can get involved. Be a volunteer, you know, let let their memory live on and, you know, pass on their memory through giving and goodness and um, being grateful for uh, your opportunity to carry their their memory on. So um, I think this is just another example of um, when we are going through difficult times, you know, that uh, giving, giving can be one of those ways that lifts us out of it, even if it's just for a moment in time, uh, while we're doing that, it, it's a tool that we can use. And as always, uh, this is just another way that you can go out and get to giving your best life. 
you so much for listening. We know your time is valuable and we're grateful you shared it with us. For more information about Stephanie, her books and speaking, head over to givinggal.com. And remember, there are many ways you can give back by subscribing to Giving Your Best Life, sharing this podcast, writing a review, and signing up for Stephanie's newsletter. We are grateful for you. Now go out and get to giving your best life.